welcome to CX Today. My name is Charlie, I'm the senior editor here, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Frank Sherlock, VP International at Cool Miner. Frank, it's great to have you join us. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, and thanks for inviting me, Charlie. Looking forward to our discussion. Yeah, well, it's been a long time since we last uh, spoke, Frank, and I'm uh, yeah looking forward to it. And today, we're kind of going to be dissecting uh, some of the findings within a recent Cool Miner report, kind of looking at the current state of customer experience. Um, so maybe first off, Frank, I don't know if you could give us a quick little intro into the study and kind of what you tried to uncover. Yeah, um, so we we produced a report we call the CX Landscape Report. Um, the CX industry is evolving and the aim of the report simply was to try and understand some of the current trends, the challenges and the opportunities that organisations are facing today. We used a third party company to survey 450 uh, customer experience and contact centre leaders in the US, the UK, Ireland and South Africa across several different verticals, for example, retail, healthcare and financial services. And based on that data, we wanted to try and understand where we saw the biggest gaps or opportunities that organisations face today. And the report really talked about it in terms of the key elements of CX, data collection, the analysis of that data, employee experience and the use of technology such as artificial intelligence to support those elements. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to see, good to uh, see a good spread, uh, especially across a large number of respondents across a big uh, across a big um, ge ge geography um, as well. So yeah, it's, I think my next follow up uh, to that would simply be kind of what are your key takeaways? So I, the report's very comprehensive. I'll I'll explain a bit later on where where the audience can go to get a copy of the report. But there's a couple of things that struck accord with me that all, and I'm talking 100% of the senior contact centre decision makers, report that their organisations have faced challenges regarding customer experience over the past year. And the most common challenge they face was dealing, was dealing with customer vulnerability. 40% you know, of the respondents had said that the they had challenges with customer vulnerability. And that doesn't surprise me in the, you know, there's been a, a rise in vulnerability. You know, we're not just talking about, about health vulnerability. We've got mental health vulnerability, financial vulnerability, and if, and even things like digital, digital vulnerability, where organizations have, have pushed through their transformation programs for self-service and leaving perhaps digitally vulnerable people uh, behind. And then, I guess that one of the other takeaways there was the the customer expectations of the customer experience. You know, customers are, are are ever more demanding, and the organisations have struggled to to. Yeah, I think I think that thirty six percent of of the respondees reported that one of their biggest challenges in in managing customer experience has been dealing with those changing customer behaviours and expectations. And I guess the other interesting takeaway that I found, if you allow me to perhaps put a third one across, would be that six out of 10 of the organisations reported that they're unable to accurately track the return on investment regarding customer data and feedback. And only a quarter believe that the C-suite and executive leadership currently place the most value on CX 
So really, you know, it begs the question, to me anyway, uh, if you can't accurately track ROI, what are the CX metrics that, that board members and executive leaders are getting? And they're getting these on average twice a month. And another takeaway, I think we're going to touch on it uh, a bit later on, Charlie, was there's a group of people in organizations outside of customer service that don't place the most value on customer experience. So some, some, some really interesting takeaways there around vulnerability, changing customer behaviors, uh, return on investment, and who's using the data. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And lots of uh, great stuff there. I mean, on the vulnerability point, especially, it's, you know, with the cost of living crisis as well that's coming up. And your point about the kind of digital deserts that struck a chord with me too, because I saw a stat the other day, was it seven or was either seven or 11% of Americans still don't have access to the internet, which blew my mind. Uh, kind of things so as digital vulnerability, as you're saying, and lots of good stuff uh, into kind of changing customer behaviors and a detachment between um, the C-suite and uh, customer experience too. So lots of good stuff there. Um, but you kind of mentioned you saw some kind of gaps within uh, customer experience. And one of the kind of key finding, findings that I took away um, from the report, and I've, I'll put a, quickly put a graph up onto the screen uh, now, which is kind of taken from it. And uh, it seems to show that there's you know more investment going into CX, yet kind of many the challenges remain, and there's a lack of uh, belief in CX as you kind of alluded to there, of um, from teams such as kind of the IT and uh, C-suite, which is perhaps preventing a bit of customer centricity, and it seems to be uh, quite a troubling trend. From this graph um, that that's there, Frank, I don't know if you kind of you have any thoughts of what this might tell us. I think it's a, it's a graph that says that there's a great opportunity here to to use the data to help the wider business beyond just the customer services department. So if you if you could properly harness the data, you know, both solicited through surveys and unsolicited through things like um, conversation analytics, and analyze that in such a way as to give insight to operations to improve their processes. To give insight to marketing, perhaps to to understand brand perception and competitor intelligence, to give uh, information to IT to understand things like accessibility issues, etc. If you could give these these parts of the organisations valuable data, I think they'd better understand customer perceptions and how they can help can help influence the overall customer experience. So to me, to me, this graph really says, you know. If you want to improve your business performance, everybody needs to be pulling in the same direction and they do that by providing them data that allows them to understand how they can influence the customer experience. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's you were uh, much more optimistic um, than I was um, there, but you know, the enterprise connectivity has been a huge theme in um, CX. Yeah, it kind of shows maybe it's, uh, still a big opportunity um, for brands out there to kind of connect uh, customer insights across uh, the organization and poten- potentially it brings a new role um, for the contact center and kind of being this hub of customer insight, um, which they can share kind of through with tools through such as speech analytics. Um, uh, but yeah, if I'm going to be... Yeah. 
Sorry. Excellent. And if I'm going to kind of be the um, the downer, I guess on the on the conversation uh, uh, on in this conversation, uh, I saw there was kind of another number of other kind of challenges that were uncovered uh, regarding the current state of sex in this report. Did any were there any others that caught your eye? Yeah, I mean, I, to to me, to me, a lot of organizations. There's two areas really. A, a lot of organizations are not using the data that they have already at their disposal. You know, i.e., what's happening in these interactions uh, and understanding those at depth. You know, that there's too heavy a reliance, perhaps on unsolicited versus unsolicited and there's there's a there's a role to play for both solicited and unsolicited but you know only like across these 450 people that we surveyed only 48 percent of the organizations were were recording calls to collect data so so they didn't have the ability to actually look back into that interaction to truly understand what were the factors that drove the positive or negative customer experience and Sixty-two percent felt that they didn't collect all the data that they actually need to measure customer experience. So that's a that's a real big challenge. With with, with only forty-four percent, I think it's forty-four percent. I could be corrected on that. We're using unsolicited feedback in any level to understand the experience of their employees. So lots of organizations that were recording uh, calls and perhaps analyzing the unsolicited feedback in those calls were using it with a lens focused on just what 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 the customer you know what the customer was saying versus what the employee was saying and uh, and how the employee experience was impacting um, the customer experience and um, you know one of the one of the most challenging things that, that, that I've seen in the report was over a third of the respondees were challenged by this customer service rep disengagement or lack of productivity. And so so that that is a that, that that's a problem that organizations need to, to grapple with. How do they focus on not just the customer experience but how the employee experience uh, plays with the customer experience. Yeah, again, lots of really good stuff there. I can't believe that cool recording statistics. I mean, that's kind of uh, just blowing my mind. Um, but yeah, especially also to come with the employee experience. Um, st those stats there really maybe do kind of highlight a new need uh, to to engage and kind of support the, the new uh, contact center agents that are coming into uh, these operations. but. Now we've, we, the trend that I mentioned before, kind of, with, you know, there's more, seems to be more investment from the report, yet is CX um, becoming much better in terms of the service that people receive. What reasons for hope uh, for the future does this report uh, give you? Well, 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 I think one of the big reasons for hope is, is you know, if organisations just take stock of the, of the data and feedback sources that they have at their disposal, that, that there are listening posts, perhaps that they aren't collecting data from, and they could be, you know, call recording. Charlie is just is just one example there. That's a fantastic listening post for for if you're able to get that data, harness that data, uh, and analyze that data. It it provides a fantastic perspective over and above what may be in the solicited side. So so first point I'd say reason for hope 
there's lots of data sources available. There's lots of listening posts that they could be collecting data from and should be. Second point is using technology. To, you know, the, the, the report, there's, there's a heavy reliance on manual processes to, to, to measure and analyze customer experience. I think there's a great opportunity to be more holistic in, in, in how you can analyze that data and move beyond manual processes that will help them take CX to the next level. And I think that, that, that for me, that one of the biggest opportunities that, 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 that gives me hope for the future is if you understand the connection between the frontline employee uh, and CX, improving the experiences of the frontline employees that are servicing your customers will provide better outcomes for the customers improved customer experience for the business and better outcomes for the business and happier employees. So to me, they'd be the three areas, you know, use the listening posts that are available to you, use technology to move from manual to, to, to automation in terms of data collection analysis and take care of those frontline employees and do the right thing by the frontline employees so they provide the best possible experience to the customers. Yeah, yeah, I like that. The kind of the data is out there. It's kind of go and get it. Uh, almost a lot of the message uh, was there, but especially also again your point on the employees at the end there, and relate linking that back to a point that you made right at the start of this um, of this call. Kind of customers are vulnerable right now, but so are employees maybe um, too. So finding new ways to support them, you know, what kind of what the data tells you about how you can actually do that. Um, is an interesting uh, feel for the future as well. So I think that's a kind of great place to wrap up the conversation. Maybe my final question um, to you, Frank, would be kind of where can our viewers to go to find out more uh, of, of uh, what you've discussed and kind of the report? Well, well, very simple, Charlie. If they go to callminer.com, um, uh, there's, there's, there's a number of CX uh, attributes uh, and, and articles available there within the within the learning center. Go to the search bar, uh, put in CX landscape report, and they can download the report from from there. So just visit callminer.com, CX landscape report, download it from there. Um, it, it's a it's a comprehensive report. Uh, there's some really interesting data. Uh, obviously, in our in our short conversation, I'm going to all of the data in detail. But, but there's lots and lots of very useful data there. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And what I'll do uh, also for everybody uh, watching is I'll put a link uh, to the report into the description box uh, too and the other and the uh, Miner's website, as uh, Frank just said. But I think that's the ideal place to end today's uh, conversation. But thank you uh, very much for joining me today, Frank. Thanks, Charlie. It's been a pleasure. Excellent. And uh, thank you also to everybody for watching. Bye for now. Bye for now.